Welcome to another episode of Over Conversation. Um, however you're listening and wherever you're listening from, please do me a favor to subscribe, like, and comment, and also share with a couple of your friends and let them know that you're enjoying the show. I have another special guest with me today, um, Mel. What's up, man? What's going on, big dog? All right, so How you doing? I'm doing good, man. It's just a you know, good day. You know, the March Madness is still on. So, like, tell me, tell me something about yourself, man. Ah, uh, where do I start? All right, so it, like you said, my 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 name is Mel. Uh, I do have a podcast, so if you are interested in listening to um, some woke individuals speak on anything uh, social uh, with a lot of humor, but with a woke approach, listen to the Wake Up Podcast, um, um, and we're on several platforms, so you can just find it on any search. Um, Thirty-seven, married, three kids. In the military, um, serving uh, currently right now in San Diego, okay. and, and that's pretty much it, man. All right, so um, so you're in San Diego, you're basically on the West Coast, right? Um, so let me just let me say this: Let, let's talk about the Warriors, and you know, let's, let's stay on that side real quick. <laughs> uh, I I think um, <clears throat> the Warriors is still working out um, some kinks with DeMarcus Cousins. I think they're still the team to beat, even though the Rockets is is uh, playing lights out right now because of James Harden is playing lights out. But I think the Warriors tip still the team to beat. Right. Um, yeah, my thing on, my thing on like uh, the Warriors and um, definitely I feel they're going to win the championship this year. No doubt in my mind, regardless of what they're going through right now with the Draymond and KD issue and the coach and and Draymond issue, you know, I just heavily feel that it's still, this team has no, there's no, there's no blueprint on really being them. It's just, it's just too much. And um, so I'm, I'm not gonna, um, I don't think, uh, another thing, Mike D'Antoni in the playoff has never been, I've never been a fan of it. We saw it. (laughs) Mike multiple Dan- years Mike Dan's style of of offense or uh, his style of play period is not uh, good for the playoffs right so I mean I still have the Warriors winning this year but you know I just feel that this is it for him now after this I think we're gonna have a, a breakup so I'm, which I'm gonna ask you this do you think uh, Kevin Durant's leaving yeah I think so I, I just don't know where. Uh, I mean, it's, it, it, it could be. Everybody keep talking about the Knicks, man. But I, I think um, I think he's looking for a payday. And I know the Knicks cleared a lot of uh, cap space with the Porzingis trade, and they got a lot of one-year contracts uh, uh, in that trade. So they they're gonna have a lot of money. But uh, I don't know if KD want to go. You know, he's talking about how uh, LeBron James is has a toxic environment around him. That whole Knicks organization has a toxic uh, uh, environment. I mean, they, they they ran Carmelo out. They treated him like crap. They brought Phil in on like this big contract. He only did like two or three years. They paid him to go away. Then Tony tried, you know, uh, the, the team owner is horrible. It's, I mean, they, you know, they treated Charles Oakley like trash. I don't think he wants to go there, man. You know? Yeah. If you wanted to, you're right. If you're speaking about a talk, like I'm in New York and I, it would be good to see the Knicks and you know do big. It will be good for the time, but you have a team 
across the bridge, which is the, the Brooklyn Nets. That's, you know, they're fighting for a playoff spot right now. They still, you know, they're still not set. But they are the more, they're the better team. They're young. They have good pieces. They have D'Angelo Russell, which he's a free agent as well, but I don't see him, I don't see him not coming back. You know, but I think the Nets would be the more That's a good exciting, point. That's a good point. team to go to. Yeah, and they have I, the cap I like room. It. Right. So they already have the cap room and they already have the pieces that, you know, everybody know they roll. So superstar, you just see this insert superstar in that. Whatever um, they got going on right now. And, and I think, you know, automatically they compete. I like it. I like that. I never even thought about it, but I, I like that. And if they got the cap room, I haven't looked at it looked at that situation to see if they do but since you're saying they do have the cap room I think yeah, it's have- I, yeah I think it's a better idea instead of him trying to go to New York right and I'll also have another superstar come join him in New York I think it's easier instead of him trying to go to New York with Kyrie go to Brooklyn where he already got a proven point guard with D'Angelo uh, Russell who don't mind playing uh, B to his A Where's Rudy right. want to do that? You know, uh, right. and I, I doubt Kyrie would either. All right, so, so you, all right, so, so KD's leaving. That's what you said. Yeah. So, what's the next step for the Warriors? Um, go back to playing how they um was playing before, and and you know, relying on Steph uh, mo- most of the time. So, um, Steph will uh, be you know, it'll be an opportunity for him to go back to playing MVP basketball. Um, which is which is a good thing, but you know uh, he was able to be you know beat up a little bit in the playoffs, so uh, his right. numbers dropped a little bit in the playoffs. So we'll, we'll see we'll see if he's ready for that again, and then uh, maybe you, maybe they try to keep Boogie. Do, all right, so we'll just Boogie KD, click, you know, just let's say Clay stays. Do you think that team still competes for a championship? Yeah, because they still got more firepower and uh, more proven uh, entities you know whether it be the coach the GM the players uh, the city is geared up for you know what I mean so you know I, I, I think they still have more than the second best team in the west which is Houston because Houston got a very old Chris Paul uh, a ball dominant James Harden, who style doesn't work in the playoffs, <laughs> right? And you know, right. and they, you know, they're trying to add little pieces here and there, Kenneth Reed and all that good stuff. And you know, they're getting better, but um, you know, they got two big pieces, and one of them is just as old as LeBron, and and slowing down very fast, you know. Uh, and but you still got Golden State with Clay if he stays, Steph, and. Uh, uh, do I even add Drake? Okay, and Draymond, you know, you still got that. But okay, um, all right. So you still you think they're gonna compete? Um, my thing is, uh, and and we're not just. I'm gonna say this right now. Um, the Warriors, they, they definitely gonna be still be competitive, but they also depend depends on whatever the Lakers do this off season, which could be like. A hit and miss because you cannot ignore Le- you know Le- what LeBron James still is at, at this point in his career, and if they able to add like an Anthony Davis or a Kyrie to that situation, then you know you already know that Kyrie and LeBron together, you know that's a good fit. 
we already seen it. And then if they hire like a a a, a, a Luke, not a Luke Wall, and um, what's the coach? They got fired. I got I got Jason Kidd. No, from from the Cavs. Toronto, Toronto. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know Jason Kidd name name was thrown in the hat, right? Yeah. How you feel about that? Like, I always, you know. How you feel about Jason Kidd? I mean, I, I definitely think he deserves another chance at coaching because I don't think he did that bad in Brooklyn. Uh, I don't think he did that bad in Milwaukee either. I, it was it was pretty much the same situation with Mark Jackson and Golden State where he was able to do something with getting these kids ready to be uh, to play championship ball. Uh, right. But for some reason, they didn't feel like he was the coach that can take them over the hump. And so far... That seemed like they may have been right because making the change from Jackson to Kerr actually got Golden State over the hump, and making the change from Jason Kidd to the guy that's in Milwaukee actually got uh, uh, Giannis and Milwaukee over the hump. But don't 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 slight them on that because uh, Giannis uh, would never be where he's at now without the leadership from Jason Kidd. Right. Period. Right, and same thing with Mark Jackson and the Warriors. But um, yeah, so I think Kid deserve another chance. Whether I would like him in the Lakers, I really wouldn't because um, I, I think um, wherever LeBron is at, when the team is not performing, the coach is always going to be the scapegoat. Right, is it the coach is going to be blaming? That, that's right. exactly how I feel. And you got Luke Wallen, not Luke. I keep mixing the name up. You got Teron Lou. That already knows how to deal with it. He already know the environment that, and uh, he dealt with LeBron. Yeah. So I just think right now with the Lakers situation and LeBron window, I don't think we can mess around with somebody that's really unproven. Even though Jason Kidd is a good coach, I like what he did with Brooklyn Nets. I think he stepped down and then later, later on got hired by the um, the Bucks. But I, I, I actually I think he <laughs> now the you might gotta correct me on this. It's only it's only been two coaches that I know of was uh, involved in the trade. Doc Rivers was one of them. He got right. traded to the Clippers. I think Jason Kidd got traded to Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> really? <laughs> I think I think we, I'm, we're gonna have to look it up after the, after after the show, man. But uh, I think he yeah. got traded. Man. Yeah, something you gotta look into. Like I don't even I don't even know if a coach get traded. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Doc, but you know they don't they don't th- I mean they don't hit the news as much as uh, you know uh, you know everything else. But I've seen it happen. I want to say twice, and I, and Doc Rivers was one of them. Boston uh, traded two other players, and 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 Doc Rivers was part of the uh, trade with the players. Really, that's yeah, that's definitely something I look up. <laughs> that would be the craziest shit I ever heard. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> oh man! All right, so <laughs> you know, that would be crazy if you could just trade a coach. Yeah, some way. Yeah, I mean, I think it just, uh, let me just say, I think it just felt like it was a trade because they just got jobs right away and just like, you know, some coach get fired and get picked up right away. Um, But, yeah, so let's stay on the West side. So, one thing I'm going to say about this, um, if Klay Thompson leaves, that's going to be a a big hit. It really is. For the Warriors. Yeah, it it really is. That's, That's really the core of the team. You know, with the Splash Brothers, you know, Steph Curry. And I'm going to say this about Steph Curry. Like, I think he's really underrated. And we have to give him more credit for what he have, 
able to accomplish in the NBA. Probably one of the best shooters we ever saw. Um, and the only player that evolved the game and changed the game so much, which in the fact where you can't even have a center position anymore. Like, <laughs> he eliminated a position in the league. And uh, so you, we have to give him a lot of credit. And I think it's one of those things where we're going to look back when his career is over, like, wow, we are where we are right now because the way Steph plays. And not only change the league where the fact where you have to be the tallest guy, you got to be the most athletic guy to be in the league. Now, anybody, right. you know, if you have a great jump shot, you have a chance. And, you know, and this guy is just remarkable from how he shoots the ball, where he shoots the ball from, the shots he takes. He just like, he have the crossover. He's just like the complete package. But at the same time, you know, he's not super athletic. He's not jumping out the gym. He's not the biggest right. guy. So for the way he changed the game on that aspect and still be able to be efficient and be one of the best point guard in the league, we have to we have to put him up there and say, oh boy, this guy, there's only certain guys that could change the league. And he's, you know, he's one of them. I agree. I agree. I, I mean, I definitely got him up. You know, so he's not. I'm not underrating him at all. I definitely got him up there. Um, I, I mean, actually, I, I, I may even go out on the limb. You know, some people might think this is a limb, but I, I'm gonna say he's in the conversation for best point guard ever. Not just not just the greatest shooter ever. I'm I'm, I'm putting him right in the conversation with Magic Isaiah. Right. And, and and whoever else you know Stockton or whoever else I got him I got him for for my for me my personal he's my personal favorite uh, uh, number one uh, but if 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 you're doing a debate and you're looking at accomplishments and numbers and all this stuff right. you know you can make the argument for Magic uh, Pistol Pete you know uh, Stockton you know, and Isaiah Thomas you can make the argument for those guys but yeah yeah he's not he's not underrated to me because I over you know I I got him highly rated. Right. You know, I, so I so look look I just looked it up. All right, so I'm I'm re, I'm reading it now. This is an ESPN article uh, from ESPN.com. The Milwaukee Bucks hired Jason Kidd as coach Tuesday after completing a deal with the Brooklyn Nets. The Bucks sent the Nets two second round picks for Jason Kidd. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, this is 2014 article. Wow. That yep. is insane. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it go under the radar, so everybody don't really know. And it don't have to happen that often, so everybody don't know that you can actually trade a coach. Wow. Um, that's insane. All right. So there you go, man. Coach, you got <laughs> traded and got fired out. <laughs> wow. That's yep, great. Yep. yep. But, um, I'm out, I'm out here on the West Coast, right? Right. Uh, I had I had an opportunity to do in the preseason because uh, out here in San Diego, I can't remember what stadium it was in, but the uh, Lakers had a preseason game out here. I could have I could have bought tickets and just seen LeBron play in one of the first preseason games, and uh, and I didn't take that opportunity, man. I didn't, and uh, now I'm regretting it. <laughs> I might not ever get that chance, man. Yeah, I mean. Definitely, what LeBron has has been doing and like that hype. Even though like the season didn't pan out like we all expected it to, be, like I didn't I didn't see this coming at all. It's just like 
You know, it's like crossing the street to get hit by a bus, and that, that's what the Lakers season meant for me. Like, I'm, everybody knows, like, I'm a Lakers fan, and you know, it's just unfortunate. We have a we have a off season where not only we have to put players around LeBron, but you know, we're we're in a desperate spot right now. Like, and, you know, when you make it, when you making deals and and you're in a situation where you're desperate, like, you know, moves like trading Zubak, like that was hard. That was a horrible yeah. trade. The kid yeah. has shown like he could play in this league and he's gonna get better and he's probably gonna be one of the, a, a great center in the league going forward and he can shoot the shot. But just right. to get, just for the mistake he already made from, from not even, you know, LeBron is known well to do good with shooters around him, right? Players right. that could shoot. You know, it started off with Miami when, you know, they figured out how, how to play with LeBron. He need another star, right? He need a a, a, a second-level tier superstar, a star, and he need shooters. That's, you know, that's how LeBron works. He drives, he kicks the ball out, he shoots, you know? That's how it works. And, and with the pieces that Magic Johnson and Rob Palenka put together, you know, Lance Stevens. I never understood that. Uh, it, it just all the pieces they put together. I just yeah, Rondo, Javale McGee, all right. these guys. And I, I and, you know, I, I kind of get it. You know, I, I couldn't hear it from the horse's mouth on uh, mouth on what they was thinking, but speculation is that LeBron and Magic probably talked about him playing a different style of basketball. Right. where uh, he, he was more off the ball. He wanted smarter players around him. He wanted defenders around him. He wanted high IQ. He wanted people that can run the floor. Right. And that's what they put around him. Rondo, you got uh, uh, Lonzo Ball. You got all these people, uh, Jack, uh, uh, Jason Hart. They can all run. They can defend. They can make plays. I get it. Right. And it's crazy because they drafted in a way that's more conducive to the way LeBron plays. They drafted uh, Wagner out of Michigan. Who was a knockdown three-point shooter, and he's a tough player uh, at six eleven. Right. He's a he's a shooter. They drafted um, uh, McCallum from Kansas, who was a knockdown shooter. They drafted uh, I can't remember the uh, uh, Bonga. What's his name? Bonga. He's a shooter. They drafted four. They drafted four knockdown shooters. Right. Which is four, four of them. Which really didn't. Um, which really didn't pan out as well because you know. Bongo, well, he's on the Lakers now, but you know these go back. They barely playing him. Yeah, he's yeah, and then yeah, it just and half of these players is in the G League, you know. Right. So, so, so you you tell me from their perspective, from the management perspective, what they was thinking if they went in free agency and got totally different type of players than they drafted. You get right. what I'm saying? They, they 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 drafted shooters, which is better for LeBron, but they spent money in free agency on people that's the total opposite. So, right, like you I know, Alonzo Ball. If you, I'm just telling you, if you if you're buying in and you're all the way in, and you're about you know this guy growth, even though he's injury prone, you know, adding Rondo, basically a player right. that that's identical to what you know, you know they, they do right. the same thing. They both need the ball in their hand, and they, they both you know assist first point guards right then, then you added Lance Stevenson then you know wait you got Kyle Kuzma 
which you already know is doing a great right. job playing the position. So you take right. it from his growth, you know, in minutes. And then, you know, Brandon Ingram, I don't care what nobody says, you know, he's taking t- time to grow. The guy is, tw- as of right now speaking, he's 21 years old. They got to make a decision, though. They got to make a decision whether it's going to be Kuzma or Ingram because they're, the, they're, they're, they're taking up each other's space. It's the same thing when y'all had Eddie Jones and Kobe. Right. All right. Even though Eddie Jones was unbelievable and probably one of the best defenders the league seen at the two-guard position and an a, a all-star offense, right. you got to make a decision. Do you want <laughs> Do you want Kobe to grow or do, do you, you, know, you want to put all your eggs in the Eddie Jones basket? So right. they got rid of Eddie Jones, and well, they, they let Kobe, you know, do his I thing think, next year. I, I think making a decision to letting both those guys go is, is going to be it's going to be hard to sell Lakers fans due to the fact that we let go we let go of D'Angelo Russell too early. Now he, right, but y'all had to that locker room. He he messed the locker room. Yeah, but half the guys not even here. <laughs> that's true. Hey, yeah, but 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 uh, yeah, that's true. You're right. You're right. <laughs> right. Right. And and I don't care what nobody say. You know, they had to get rid of him to to get cap room, and they wouldn't be able. To, you know, Lakers made the, the mistake of signing Luol Deng. Right. All that money they gave him, um, Timothy Moss. Like like, why, why would you give him thirty one million dollars? So. If you if you would have never made the desperate once again when you make business when you're in a business and you you're very desperate you make mistakes so this all summer man so what's the plan what's the plan do 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 so if you if you're if you're given a job right now magic say hey look I need you to advise me what should I do all right so you got a decision to make do you go back hard. For the trade with Anthony Davis, do you so you, do you go hard with that again? Because that's actually what you talk about. D'Angelo Russell breaking the uh, locker room. That that news that everybody was on the trade block broke the locker room. <laughs> you know what I mean? So <laughs> right. Do you do do you do that again and risk it not happening, and then you got a fractured locker room again come the season, or, or do you just make a decision on whether it's going to be Kuzma or Ingram gone, and you see what you can get for one of those guys? Um, honestly. You know, all the free agents that's out right now, I'll definitely try to set up meetings with them as early, like, as soon as the summer starts, as soon as we're able to talk, whenever the date is, get them in a meeting. They, the Lakers should be starting planning now. Don't wait till the summer and start your pitch and figure out what you're going to do with these guys. They, they should be working on this right now, you know, as the season goes. You know, mm-hmm. what they pitch is, what they're going to be. What's, they have to speak to those players because if you could get confirmation from a Kevin Durant or a Kawhi Leonard, even if they say, hey, I'm going to, I'll come, but what's your plan for, for LeBron? Am I, is, is it going to be my franchise when he slows down or, or if LeBron's not there, I'll, I'll definitely come. I'll listen to that and consider moving LeBron. If I was Magic Johnson, due to the fact I'm not getting any stars to pair with him. And, you know, the Lakers haven't been to the playoff in six years now. 
See, they go back to that being able to make business decisions over uh, emotional decisions because the best business move is to move away from LeBron and and see if you can get one of the younger superstars in there. And and that's if that's if you're you're not able to pair anybody with them. I think you should try that approach first because if you can if you can get an Anthony Davis or a Kyrie, you know. You you would now you have now you have something to work with versus LeBron's back with the with the Brady bunch, you know. Yeah, good good luck with getting any person that plays the two or the three over to LA to play with LeBron. It's not happening. Any anybody? Well, I, let me take that back. A shooter like Clay Thompson might, but someone like uh, Kawhi or uh, Paul George or Kevin Durant. It's not happening now. You know, you, you do have, you might have a chance with Anthony Davis. You know, totally different position. He don't he don't have the ball in his hand a lot. Right. Uh, Kyrie, he's talking a good game. Like he'll, he, you know, he don't mind playing with LeBron again. But I, I doubt it. Or, or maybe he mean it because he see that LeBron actually need him now, and LeBron is slowing down. LeBron can't do the same thing he did for eighty two games and the playoff. Right. He can't do it. So, you know, maybe Kyrie thinking about coming in and saving LeBron's butt and, you know, playing some old decent basketball down the stretch and, and you know, show his work that way. But um, I, I just don't see it, man. Like, I, other than Anthony Davis, I don't see anybody. Anthony Davis and Clay, that's it. And it would that be enough? Um, I think if you if you're able to get Clay Thompson, the guy can throw 40 points with without with barely touching the ball. Like it's insane. You know, Anthony Davis, he's just another he he's a monster man. Definitely gonna be one of the best center in the league. And then on LeBron decline, you could build around these guys. Like, you know, not only you're setting yourself up for now, you're setting yourself up for the future as well. So I, you know okay. definitely I can see that. you know So what y'all need so what y'all need in LA is three things. Y'all need two big free agents the right ones right that's number one number two y'all need lebron to understand that he can't be option number one on on, on the scoring anymore he has to be a setup guy right. and number three y'all need kevin durant to leave golden state <laughs> <laughs> you know what that, that's a great point because kevin kevin durant this is probably one of the most important all season in the, in the NBA because if if the Warriors stay intact, let's just throw everything out. Let's rip all these favors up. If, you know, the NBA, I think the best thing for the NBA is to, get, is, is to just get rid of that. You know, let that team break up because if not, man, I'm telling you, man, there isn't, we're going to be saying it for years. This will probably be the longest dynasty in the NBA. Mm. If think so, yeah. If this team won't, if this team won't break up, mm. which I think it will, man. You know, even next year, Draymond Green, even though he's doing horrible this year, with his yeah. numbers, um, I don't know, is that due to Boogie being on the court and he's taking his time? But you, you think you think Draymond can be replaced? Like what he what he provides to the locker room and to the team emotionally and then 
his skill set with being the guy that I don't need to score, I rebound, defend, and push the ball. Do you think it's a it's a free agent or uh, a player already in the NBA or a player that's in college that can come in and provide what Draymond Green provides? Because it looked like physically he's breaking down. I mean, think about it. What uh, they went all the way to the championship. What? How many times in a row? Uh, Cleveland. Four. Four, four times in a row. Four years. Yeah. That's so, a, and, and that's a, that's a lot of games, bro. Yeah, that is a lot of games. I mean, is he? I don't think he's physically, you know, breaking down. Um, you don't think so? Nah, absolutely. No, nah, I don't think so. I mean, he don't have the best. He, he he's not the best athlete, athlete out there, you know, body wise, but. I, I just but, think, but he I, defended better two years ago. Yeah, but what is the like when a player when a player defends? What that means in the NBA? That means this like, effort. You you give effort, right? Right. It, right. It, that's all defensive. Like giving effort, no matter no matter. I just think right now with the drama that him and KD have and all the issues, you know, then then you're not really bought in, right? Mm-hmm. You don't really have. What, what are you giving effort for? You know, you know, why would I put myself on a limb for guys that you know I'm not getting along with? I think that's the issue we're seeing with, with Draymond. He's okay. like, he's like, ah, oh, you know what? I'm out of here, or you know, they, they picking Kevin Durant over me. I just think that's what okay. we're seeing. I think you know he's only been in the league for six years. He's 29 years old. You know, you know. Yeah, I got you. Ain't that much wear and tear in six years, like. So you, so you think, so you think is 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 mental for him, and actually the situation that happened between him and KD got in his head more than it got in KD head. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a lot. You know, that's my take from it. Um, I can see that. Yeah, definitely. So, I can you know, see that. You know, we speak about earlier, uh, Kobe, um, talk show. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did right. you see it? Did you see? I, I didn't actually like. I saw a clip of the video. Like you know, I didn't see the whole thing, but I saw. I saw what he said. Right. Um, you know him naming the top three players, and he, he's he putting himself first. Right. So, I'm which is self. interesting. It's interesting because. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I go after you. Go ahead. No, nah, I mean, I was just gonna say is, you know. I just feel all all great players gonna gonna put themselves first. You know, if it was me, I would have said the same thing, right? If I was a ball player and I was in that position, and I'm I'm probably the 200 best player in the league, I still would have said, you know what? I would have put me first. But we don't know if it's serious or not. Or, but I just I'm gonna say this: Kobe always been one of my favorite players. Like he's he's always been that relentless guy, playing with the broken arm. With the broken fingers and, yeah. and all these injuries, like you know, you see him on the sideline, his fingers all taped up, and yeah. he's out there giving it all. You know, definitely a different, a different NBA right now. Um, now the leagues changed. You got guys going with the load management bullshit. You know, it just, you know, it's just different league right now. But I like Kobe. Right. But I'm definitely not gonna put him in my top three. So, so. I'm gonna have. I'm gonna listen to you. Oh, so he not even in your top three? I mean, I'm not. I'm gonna have him on the three, uh, the third guy, the third, the third best guy. Out of out of that, out of the three that Kobe said. Yeah. Out of the three, out of the three choices he had, which was Kobe, LeBron, or himself, LeBron, and Mike. 
Right. And uh, he chose himself, then Mike, then LeBron. Um, all right, so let me tell you why that's interesting to me. Not too long ago, probably less than a month ago, uh, he, he had the opportunity to give his GOAT list and uh, he deferred from it. Right. You know, he did He did the smart thing and said, look, man, the debate is, you know, I'm done playing, you know, it's over. You know, um, I guess sometime between when he said that, he had a change of heart. So this, you, you, you know, when you go on talk show hosts, no, no one gives you surprise questions. I mean, because people got images and their brand to look out there and stuff like that. I need to know what you're going to be asking me. Don't put me on the spot. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know, how, how do I know you're not going to get me here and just steamroll me and start asking me about uh, my mar- my uh, extramarital affairs and all that stuff. So, you know, I know he screened the questions before he got there. Right. So they set it up to where he was playing this game. And I think Kobe wanted to address what he had the opportunity to address earlier, but didn't. And I think it was eating at him. So he wanted to address it on that show so they had him playing a truth or dare type game where either you answer a question or you eat this cow tongue that they had at the table right. so, <laughs> so that was so lame and cheesy the way they did it man because he tried to play like he didn't want to answer the question then he was like alright I'll answer it <laughs> myself Mike <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, so, that's a good point I didn't think about it that way you're right Especially right, but it you. makes sense now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm like, well played, Kobe. I got you. You know, you just wanted to get that out. You know, it was eating at you. So now back to the list. You're right. Every player is going to see themselves, especially if you're confident like Kobe is. You're going to see yourself in that light. Well, you're not going to admit, even if you might believe it, you're not going to admit that you think someone is better than you. Right. Um, so I understand Kobe put this up first. But I think what he really want to say is no one is better than Mike. We all idolized and emulated that game out of him. But I just want everybody to know, please do not put LeBron in the same conversation. That's pretty much what he was saying. And I agree. I'm going to tell you why I agree. There's a lot of things that LeBron has physically that no other player has ever had. And I contrast it, or not even contrast, I compare that to as a lot of things as a center that Shaquille O'Neal had that no other player has ever had. But that doesn't make him a better player than someone like Kareem or someone like Hakeem or someone like Tim Duncan. There are far more superior players than Shaquille O'Neal. Shaquille O'Neal was amazing. The one seven foot running that fast, jumping that high, for however long he did it until he got uh, 330 pounds where he couldn't do it no more. You know what I mean? He's a physical specimen. He's unstoppable physically. And oh, by the way, he has a couple of moves that he can go to that's not so dominant physically. Same thing with LeBron. LeBron, physically, bigger, faster, stronger than anybody that you will put on him to guard. If you put anybody 6'8", 250 on him, uh, is a not it's no it's a hundred percent chance he's going to be slower than LeBron. If you put someone smaller than LeBron on him that's as fast as him, is a hundred percent chance LeBron's going to be stronger than him. Right, so he's a mismatch wherever he is on the court. And oh by the way, he can do some of the things that Kobe and Jordan did. Right, so that, that's how I see LeBron's game. Well, let me ask you this though, like 
you know, as human, just like anything else in this world, like, you know, can we knock, can we knock him for, you know, being one of the being no. involved? Like, you know, can we knock LeBron for being? No. So. No. And I'm not, I'm not knocking him. I'm just, I'm just giving my analysis on how I come to the conclusion that uh, the better ball player and the more superior player is Kobe and Mike. Yeah, my, okay. you know, so um, all right. I say let, all let that. Ask, go ahead, go ahead. All right, go, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm gonna have you. No, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All right, let me say this: If you remove Kobe, right, and you insert LeBron into that in that bull in that Lakers era where he had Shaq in his prime, would the result be different? If you had Le, if you had LeBron in the Lakers jersey in the place of Kobe. Yeah, with Shaq in his prime, though. You would you would have to change the whole offense. You would have to yeah. change the whole offense. No, that, that, no, so that hypothetical is 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 uh, is misleading because when you think about it, if LeBron was in the Lakers, that means he's in the triangle offense playing for Phil Jackson, right? And that means that he can't spread the floor. And run screen pick and pop with Shaquille O'Neal and kick it out to Shaq for a three point because that's what he was doing in Cleveland with Big Z, a seven foot three center that could shoot threes, right? Yeah, but you um, know, at, at, at the at the time, I mean, of course, the game would have to change because at the time, three pointers isn't what it was to, today. Okay, like, so it, 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 right now at year sixteen, with LeBron has he proven well, to you that you still, he can play? You still, any, huh? Well, he he still could have the, the the drive because you had. You had the Derek Fisher, right? Right. You had the, you had the Robert Horry, right. right? So he still could have drive and kick the ball out to those guys, you right? Know, you see, you he, see, Kobe did it. Kobe had some, some big games, some big playoff moment when he drove and he kicked the ball out to a Derek Fisher and right, you know, you know, you know so yeah. And I I'm, mean, and, and I'm not, I'm not saying that he couldn't still look like Le, LeBron at times when he's on the floor, but I'm telling you. With that offense, it's either him or Phil. So you got to you. If LeBron's playing that offense, it won't be no triangle offense being played. Yeah, definitely not. Um, so 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 now so now you tell him Phil, hey, we're not running your triangle. <laughs> Period. I mean, right. I just think you know, Phil Jackson. You know, he's proven to win when we're on the system. I think well, we have at that time we would have LeBron. You know, I don't know. No, he'll have to play a different game. And my question to you is Magic Johnson is trying to get him to play a different game, hence the reason why he brought in different type of players other than just shooters for LeBron. Has and he's he's done he's still been doing LeBron things 27, 7 and 7, I think he's averaging this year, right? Right. Uh, has he proven to you that he can dominate the league playing anything other than Screen and roll at the top of the key, and uh, kick out the shooters all day long. No, absolutely not. But right, every, everybody it, knows if LeBron go low post, he, his career will extend a little longer, and nobody will be able to stop him. Except him, because I mean, he, he he's pretty much equivalent to. I say in the low post, uh, not not taking his fade away in the low post, but every move in the low post is pretty much equivalent to what Dwight Howard has. 
right now. He he has added his uh over the shoulder fadeaway a little bit, right. but not is you know if I had to grade his low post game uh from A to F, I'd probably give it a C. Uh uh, and, but in the clutch time, I give it an F because he can't. You, you get what I'm saying? What what happens in the uh, crutch time and in clutch time? You can only do what's like first nature to you, right? So it's well, you know it's unnatural for him to play a low post game. So if he had to do it in the crunch time, it won't. It, it, it's not going down. That's why he can't shoot free throws because he's not a shooter. But right. when you when you're scared for him to drive and you back off of him four feet, it's easy for LeBron to knock down three pointers because he's a professional and he's been practicing that for 16 years. Wide right. open three pointers. Even Rondo can hit them wide open three points, but you don't want them taking game winners. You know, you, you know what I'm saying? You, right. Le, Le, LeBron goes to the hole for game winners. He's throwing runners off the backboard and odd looking shots. He he's not getting to a spot on the elbow like Kobe or Jordan and pulling up because he can hit that with the lights off. Yeah, you know, I, I, I get what you're saying. You know, different game. It will definitely have to change the time, but. I still, I still believe. Even all those concerns you have, there'll still be multiple championships, or even one more championship with, with shot. But, just, but, but that's what that's the part we don't know. Uh, I, 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 I do know for a fact that there's no one game that's suited to play on a team that LeBron has led and run the LeBron offense because that offense is built for only LeBron, and everybody else got to get in when they fit in. You know what I'm right. saying? Kobe, Kobe tried that the year before Phil got there. When they beat, I think they beat Steve Nash in the second round, maybe first round, maybe I think first round. So he won one round uh, with Smush Parker and and Chris Mim and and Kwame Brown. That was a horrible squad, but he right. was playing. He was playing LeBron ball. There was no triangle offense. It was just give Kobe the ball, let me do my thing. Same year he scored 81. Right. Now, it's hard. It's, it's hard because Kobe also likes to lock people down on defense. So being that guy offensively and defensively, too much energy. He couldn't do it. Phil came back, cleaned it up, put him back in the triangle, and then the rest is history. Right. But, so you, can, you, but you can do that with Kobe's game because, hey, look, all right, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to just go ahead and give you my analysis, right? This right. is how I see it. I'm going to only take two more minutes and then I'm going to let you go because I've been talking too much. No, go ahead. So this is how I see it. Um, LeBron James mastered the ball in my hand game. Whatever game LeBron plays, whatever LeBron ball is, he's mastered it, right? The first two or three years, Michael Jordan played that style of offense. Kobe Bryant played that style of offense when Shaq left. So they've all mastered it. It's the same game that we mastered in high school if you play basketball. And that game is if I have the ball and I'm bigger, faster, and stronger than you, you cannot stop me from getting to the rim. If you can't stop me from getting to the rim, you're probably going to back up and give me two or three feet. Right. So now I got you thinking, and I can also pull up this warm-up jump shot that you know I've been practicing my whole life wide open. Easy. Right? So that's pretty much the, the gist of his game. He'll come down. He'll look for a screen. If you switch the screen, now I got somebody like Steph Curry on me, and I can take him to the hole, right? Or if right. you don't switch the screen, 
my my screener will pop out for a three and I'm a great passer and I can I can pass it to him for a three. Right? So all these things have to happen for LeBron to work. A screen, a switch, or a screen and some confusion where he might get to the basket or he might be able to make the pass. But either way, he wanna get to the basket. That's his number one choice. That's the first thing we learned in high school. Beat your man to the basket if you can beat him. Right. right. Now uh, you know I'm agree I'm agree with you on that. Okay. So would you say that LeBron has mastered it? Yeah, of course. Okay. Would you say that Michael Jordan and Kobe mastered it? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna say yes. They mastered it. But guess what? They yeah, only I... Right. They've stepped they stepped up to a superior way of playing. Because with that way of playing, you have the ball too much, right? Everybody around you needs to be shooters because that's the only way the lane can stay open. So you couldn't play with a Shaquille O'Neal or Dwight Howard, right? They would be obsolete on your squad, right? Uh, it, it almost didn't work with uh, Dwayne Wade uh, until he decided, to, okay, look, I'm going to take a step back and I'm only going to use 75% of my game. Right. Because, I, think, I, I think at that point, it would have to be like a possession to possession thing, you know, you know, all right, this is my time, and all right, now this is your quarter. And I think on that aspect of dominating the game, because at that point, even earlier, like if LeBron would have came out, it'd have been crazy because there was nobody in the league that could have stopped that at that time. Like now, and and the and the reason why I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, like why LeBron is just so so dangerous. You know, even though he started the super team thing in Miami, right? Look look at Golden State right now. Right. Look at the team they constructed just to defeat one guy. Like, this this is something we're going to look back in history and say, why Golden State developed this team, right? And and, and let's be honest, you know, you have a, a Kevin Durant, you have a Clay Thompson, you know. Now you have Demarcus Cousins, Steph Curry, uh, a Draymond Green, Andre Iguodala. You know, it's definitely coming out. He's definitely like a way a year away from retirement. But you know, at the earlier point, you know, he still had a little athleticism. You know, then then you added Sean Livingston. You know, with the crazy injury and his bounce back. He came back, you know, motivating. But look at the team that they constructed just to defeat one guy. You know, I I don't see it like that though. I I don't think they constructed it to beat one guy. I think they, you know, because they, I mean, they drafted well. I mean, no nobody was thinking about Draymond Green coming out of college. No nobody saw this six eight power forward play three position at Michigan State and watch him. bring the ball up court on uh, off rebounds and on fast breaks a lot of people didn't see that so they drafted him right. you know uh Curry was passed up by like eight nine I mean I think they drafted two point guards in Minnesota before uh I think Johnny Flynn and Ricky Rubio before Steph Curry right you get what I'm saying like Steph Curry was an eighth pick I believe yeah so you know you know uh Clay Thompson nobody was talking about him so they drafted well right uh uh, Livingston coming off of that horrible injury was a journeyman at best, and he was jumping from team to team, you know. Right. Uh, so they that was a good pickup, you know. Well, you know, well, so. what I'm trying to say is at that point, these players already won 71, uh, 71 games the year before, 
So you talking about adding Durant? You know, yeah, you add <laughs> Kevin Durant to that <laughs> to the arsenal so, they already had. It's just like, like you know, after after LeBron beat him, coming back from three one with Kyrie, you know, and then he lost, and then you added Kevin Durant. It's insane, man. Like. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I see your point. A lot of people make that argument, um, but I look at it more on why Kevin Durant left OKC versus... Right, but what, what I'm trying to say is people are going to have that de- debate, you know, in a couple years from now where why was the Warriors a struggle? Like, you know, what was the motivation behind it? Because everybody's going to talk about that 3-1 coming back from, you know, LeBron's coming back from that 3-1 series. And end up winning the championship for Cleveland. You know, That's nobody, impressive. That's nobody's impressive. Nobody's gonna forget. Gonna forget that. And you know, and I'm gonna say this: each era had their own, you know, goal. You know, you know, at one point it was Michael Jordan. But let's not let's not let's not forget about the team of uh, Michael Jordan had around him with a Scottie Pippen. Okay. You know, you you know people compare Scotty to LeBron, you know. Yeah, they did. They do some of the same thing. They both they both stuff the stat sheets. Right. I give them that. Yeah. You have a defensive monster in Dennis Rodman, right? Right. You have you was able to stretch the floor with a Steve Kerr and a Tony Kukoc, right? right. Those guys could shoot the ball. Right. You know, you got James Edward. You know, seven you know seven footer. You know, that was did very you- physical. Did you really just name you go you go you go use it as one of the I'm just saying like you know him coming off the bench he was, he was you go you, you go you you go use his name and I was good with all the ones <laughs> <laughs> All right you, you had you, you had a run you had a run offer Oh okay oh, okay was his knees back could he could he could he jump over a phone book at this point This is the washed up Ron Harper you know what I mean this is this is the worst Ron Harper, his life, man. <laughs> I mean, come on, and that's the second three P. All right, that, that first three P. Right, even if before, this is, uh, right now I'm just naming the re, the ninety five, ninety six, five. Right? Okay. You know, just even if I didn't, I, I didn't go to James Edward, right? Right. Like, look, look at the players I gave prior to that. Like, these are like uh, Jordan had a lot of help, man. Uh, that's all I'm saying. He who, had a lot of help. Who, who, what, what, what person that won it didn't have a lot of help? You're right. But everybody's saying, you know, no, nobody's talking about it. Everybody's talking no, about it. No, I, I, oh, I think, yeah, I think LeBron, we should. I think LeBron we should talk a, about it. LeBron had a super team. No, LeBron, that's why he won. But yeah. Michael Jordan had a super team. Michael Jordan like, had a super team. I agree. I agree. He had a super team. Before I think, Michael I think, Jordan, he, I think he had the second best player in the league, Scottie Pippen. Right. Right before Michael Jordan was teamed up with Scottie Pippen, he was basically Westbrook. He—that's what Michael Jordan was. His first seven year in the league, a lot of first round exit. He, he was just focusing on scoring. He was basically the Westbrook of the league until he was—he had to change his game. Now, now I have to focus on a team. Maybe I set it down in the scoring because I think Michael Jordan would have his numbers would have been ridiculous if he it was focused on, yeah, focused on, yeah. and then he met he met Phil and, and Scottie Pippen, and then he took off. So right, but 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 now you see why I say that 
he played a more superior game than what LeBron plays. LeBron LeBron plays a game that we mastered in high school, but he's doing it on the pro level. That's how good he is. But okay. Kobe Kobe and Mike mastered that same game, and they tried to play that way, but it wasn't championship basketball. So they had to step their game up to where they not exerting so much energy on offense. They're playing off the ball. They're shooting mid-range jump shots out of the uh, mid-post, out of the low post. They uh, got one dribble pull-ups, two-bit dribble pull-ups. They're taking minimal dribbles, and they have a person like Scottie Pippen or Trevor Ariza or Ron Harper or Tony Kukoc or, uh, or Lamar Odom being the point forward. LeBron's habit or his, his actual downfall is he's playing the role of Scotty and Michael. So how can you be the setup guy, the main assist guy, and the number one option on offense? You get me saying? So what 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 LeBron is doing is he's using a hundred percent of his gifts a hundred percent of the time. But what that does is make your teammates use only 50% of their gifts. Because if you got somebody like Chris Bosch that's a low post threat that when he came to play with LeBron, turned into a jump shooter and a three-point shooter, catch-and-shoot guy. All because LeBron's style of play is 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 that where you got to spread the floor. You get what I'm saying? And he didn't play off the ball. Like, you know, if, if, if you got a point forward like Pippen, why would Jordan try to run point forward and be the number one optional offense? Right, that I get what no you're sense. saying. But I'm, I'm going to say this. With LeBron's speed, like the speed differential alone, it would be unstoppable in, in the Kobe era, in the Michael. Like a lot of people don't don't take note of how how fast the game became. I mean, is it is it more, was it more was it more aggressive a, a, a more aggressive game back then? Yes, I'll say a more physical game. The foul was like, you know, I, I just watched a clip the, the other day where. When um, Kobe and um, Shaq was playing the Knicks, and you know it was all this pushing and guys falling, and in, in today's late game, people would have been kicked out of the game for that. So definitely the game has changed, but the speed of the game has changed as well. You know, you, do you take that in consideration? Like, were they able to even catch him? When, when I'm when I'm talking about who's the better ball player, no, I don't. Because it, Mike could have been the slowest person on the court and still got a shot off. That, that's what I'm saying. The way he played the game and dominated the mid-range game, like what, what his natural uh, best attribute was getting to the rim and finishing, he only used that some of the time when he needed to. Uh, what he could do with the ball in his hand, he only used some of the time because he deferred to let his other teammates get 100% out of what they gifts was. So Mike said, I'm going to play a certain position in this triangle offense. You can catch me in the, uh, on the elbow. You can catch me on the low post. And whenever I need to, I'm going to get it on the wing and just take my man, just get out of my way. That's the same right. thing. That Coach, that's, that's what Phil helped Mike and Kobe uh, bring they you know, kind of uh, scale their game down for the, for the, uh, bet, the, the, uh, the good, greater good of the team and only use their uh, I guess just unleash them whenever they really really need it LeBron goes out there and says 
I'm I'm gonna unleash this whenever I want to. Uh, everybody is gonna have to play off me. If you score, it's gonna be off my assist, off my screen. You get what I'm saying? It's just it's it's just it's just too much. He's using too much. And Kobe and Jordan has those same talents, but they do not use them until they need to. That's the way LeBron should play. But LeBron can't play that way because he don't have a mid-range game. Right. I, I just think he's, you know, he's a player that's always going to make the right decision first. He's going to, you know, he's going to pass the ball if he has to. And, and and you might be right. It might be due to the mid-range and the low post. But, you know, it, you know, LeBron is efficient. Kobe been efficient, and you know Michael's definitely been efficient. And, and years to come, we're gonna have this. We're gonna they have this conversation, right? So let's let's see your top three lists right now. Is is MJ, Kobe, and LeBron? Wow, so you you agree with Kobe? And my list is no, 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 no. Kobe, Kobe said Kobe, MJ, LeBron. Oh yeah, you're right. You're I'm right. I'm putting MJ first. Okay. MJ, MJ's for it. To me, MJ's not even in the discussion. He's one, two, and three, and then we can start debating. <laughs> after that so you think I'm gonna just I'm gonna say this I'm, I'm gonna do LeBron Michael and then Kobe that's 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 my top three trust me I get I get knocked for this all the time I always try so, to defend so, LeBron so you appreciate LeBron for um, his physical prowess uh, how physically unstoppable he is his amazing high IQ and his passing ability yeah definitely I got you. I, and, and, I, and, and I wouldn't debate anybody's uh, top three with those three people because I know it's about preference. I know it's, right. I know it's about preference. So it's, it's, it's not really debatable. It, either you're going to be a Le- LeBron guy or you're going to be an MJ guy or a Kobe guy. You get what I'm saying? You can't change right. somebody's mind on it. Um, but what I will say is if, if, um, if he give up one of his talents – for someone else to be able to do, he, he's got. I think he's got to pick one. Either, either be the number one scorer, or be the facilitator. Don't be both. Right. Don't um, be both. So, I, I'm gonna just. I'm gonna say this on the whim. You know, like we're gonna have this discussion from years to come. But I, I want to hear your take. Uh, you know, LeBron is on his way out the league. I think he got a good three, four year left. Yeah. And he'll exit. Who's who do you see the next the next guy is because or, or do you consider LeBron being do you still consider LeBron being the best player in the league right now? I I, um, I to me LeBron's only been the best player in the league from the first championship he won in Miami. Right. I, I I had Kobe being that that guy for a while. I think LeBron, but for for me, LeBron became the best guy when he won it, and he started playing lights out. Because remember the one that he lost in Dallas. Only they had Jason Kidd, Jason Terry, JJ Barrera, whoever guarding LeBron James, and uh, they shut him down just by making him become a jump shooter. The best right. player in the league to me can't can't get shut down by taking away a phase of his game. And making him a jump shooter, you, you, they can't be the best player. But um, he worked on. He worked hard that summer. He came back and he was knocking that thing down the next year. And they won two straight, right? So they, he came the best player then. And I think whenever Durant won it with Golden State, he became the best player. So how, how that right. LeBron's been? 
Yeah. I, I made that point where, you know, everybody was saying, a majority of people was saying, when, when Kevin Durant won that year, you had people still like upset at the situation that he left, the way he left OKC and how he went on the, the best team after them, they beating him. But I, I, a lot of people were saying, look, all right, KD is now the best player. And then when LeBron came back the following year and took that, took a bunch of guys to the finals and and then people just say, well, you know what, wait, LeBron's still the best player. And then, and right now, I think with LeBron's out the way and out the playoff, I think people is going to be official of Kevin Durant stepping to the Knicks. Nah, he's maybe 100% or 90% of the people are going to say, nah, yeah, he's he's definitely the best player. But I just feel if LeBron come back and take this Lakers team to the finals and then the conversation switches again. So right now we're in a tough spot and you have on the East Coast, you have, you know, Giannis is playing out of his mind. Yeah. You know, he's doing Shaq numbers right now. Yeah. And he got he, he got ways to go. So yeah. who know, who knows what, what his career is going to become in the next three, four years from now. And then we're, we're in another unique situation where you have a, a potential next generation of player coming into the league and the Zion Williamson. And how, how you feel about that? <clears throat> Man, I, I wasn't sold on Zion in high school because I didn't like the competition that he was playing against. So I wanted to see him do it on the college level and he definitely impressed me. He came back, lost some weight, and it been unreal in college. Now, I say all that to say this. <laughs> I'm 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 doubting him one more time. <laughs> even though even though he shut me up, even though he shut me up with how he's been playing, I'm still doubting him. Uh and uh I give his ceiling. I, I think he can be as good as Blake Griffin, uh Sean Kemp, how those guys was their first four, five, six years in the league, right? Where right. like Blake Griffin admitted that when he came in the league the only skill he had was athleticism and rebounding and dunking. Right. You know, he you know, he didn't have any low post moves, he didn't have and you know, any ball handling uh skills and he he definitely didn't have a jump shot. Now when you see Blake Griffin Blake Griffin play, he hitting threes, he's dribbling, he's a great right. passer. I love his game. So So you don't you don't see Zion as, as being the, the next thing or the next trans transition. Transition talent in the league. Oh yeah, he definitely could be. He could be. I mean, like, but but, but you know, what I see is Blake or Sean Kemp. Um, wow. But uh, yeah, that that that's what I see. Because the only thing I see right now is a great body, great leaping ability, very strong, very fast, all the physical attributes, uh, and I don't see a lot of uh, polished skill. Uh, in other places and th- and that's why I appreciate basketball and that's why I appreciate Kobe and MJ so much over LeBron and why I appreciate Kareem and Akeem over Shaq you know I'm, I'm not the physical you know they don't impress me that much you know uh, right. so you know, you're more like a skilled guy in the league. right right, right. so I want I want to see Le- I want to see uh, Zion develop that and um, and what is it's taking Blake Griffin what 
he just developed it maybe three years ago. So he's been he's been in the league multiple years before. And it, how long did it take Paul Millsap in, in, in Utah? Paul Millsap was a power player. Right now, now he's playing outside the paint. Right, he more more finesse and right. I get I get what you're saying, but you know what? I think I think Zion is is, is box office like. There's no doubt in my in my mind that he's not going to be the number one pick. You have you have no choice at this point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you lose your job if you don't pick him. Yeah, yeah. This is like you have to you have to take a shot. I mean, it's, he's just excited. He's just he's exciting, man. But him, but on the college level, what he's doing with the numbers and the ratings, like you know, we haven't seen this since LeBron. Right. So, so let me ask you. you let know, me ask you this though: Who 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 does he guard once he gets to the league? Because uh, I mean, we don't I, we don't know if he's a three or four. What position does he guard? Uh, I, I, I'll keep him at the three. Okay, so when he match up against Kevin Durant, how do you see that going for him? I, I think he's, <laughs> I think he's gonna give Kevin Durant a hard time. Oh, I, really? I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> on, on a strength, like like if he get a little stronger, I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say right away. In a couple of years, no, 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 no. So how, so how, how does that work? Okay, how does it work when LeBron is guarding Kevin Durant? Yeah, Kevin Durant. I don't, I don't think LeBron could guard Kevin Durant. Right okay, so how does how how if it, are you saying Zion is a better defender right now than LeBron? I think he could, like with, with the, the youth and the. You what, know, what 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 does I he do so. at the three point line? And no help, and Kevin Durant is right in front of him with the ball. What does he do? <laughs> I, I, I don't think. Be honest, I don't think it's nobody stopping Kevin Durant. Shot. Okay, all right. What about Kawhi? Like, what? Kawhi Leonard. I think with he's Zion, the with Zion on. Well, you talking about like rookie versus Paul George? I mean, because if if we're putting him box office and next level, these are the matchups that. Is going you know the the networks are going to pay for oh shoot the, the Warriors or, or, or KD is going up against Zion we want to see right. this matchup Paul George going up against Zion Kawhi going against Zion Ben Simmons going against Zion so when you start seeing these matchups how do you, how does he guard those threes? Well, there's a potential chance that he might not be guarding KD he might be teammates if you know. If the New York Knicks rumors are true and New York potentially get the number one spot, well, that that, that just means Kevin that, Durant is going to embarrass him at practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, but you no, but you see my you Kevin, see my point though. I get, he can't I get guard he can't guard the best threes, and then if you say the fours, okay, let's say let's say the fours, okay, how does he guard Lamarcus Aldridge? Uh, how 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 is he going to guard? Who else is playing for these days? Uh, I don't know. Pick a team. Uh, freaking. Man, Blake Griffin. How does he guard Blake? Okay, he might he might be able to do a little something with Blake. Might be. All right. So turn it around. How they guard him? Uh, turn him into a jump shooter, just like just like everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, turn him into a jump shooter. Yeah, turn him into a jump shooter. You remember? I don't think physically that we never seen like a like a Zion. In the league, I think we have. I think we've seen. I think I think he's faster than Blake, you know, in the open court. Uh-huh. But we've seen it. And at that speed is just like, yeah, but we've seen, we've seen it. We've seen it. We've seen it with Blake. 
we seen it with uh, uh, maybe Larry Johnson, right? right. Uh, not not so not. I mean, he, I mean, he wasn't jumping as high. No, Zion is jumping way higher than all those people. Blake was yeah, getting up playing, there. But not, he's flying out but, the gym, man. Like, Right, just, uh, we, you but know you what? dunking you dunking on me with a forty eight inch vertical, and somebody dunking on me with a forty four inch vertical. I mean, it, it's it's really no difference. You just got higher. I mean, that's not going to make your offense no better. Right. So I mean, my, my go ahead. I, I just feel that you know it's something to keep our eyes on. We don't. Nobody will know what Zion is going to be until we actually get, get drafted, get on the court. That's true. But you know. They had they had it right with LeBron, and LeBron LeBron overexceed everybody. Animal. Different right. animal though, different animal. That that dude had ball skills. Yeah, I mean that dude. I mean that was a that was a. I mean, there was no question about that. I don't, I don't see how that did wasn't going to work. Right, but you know what? I'm gonna say this though. One thing one thing I'm 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 gonna say is Zion doing these numbers right now. And he's doing it off the ball. Like he don't even need a ball in his hand. And he, Offensive and rebounds and 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 uh and just you know just being around the paint. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Right, right. So and he's scoring like and he's not the main. He's not carrying a ball up the court. He's you know which is so important in, in today's game where you can play off the ball and be so efficient. So I mean, just for years to come, man. I just. Like, I'm really excited for the league next year. But, you know, I'm going to end it on this note right here. Um, the stake of the league right now, like, how do you feel about it? With the, with the load management and the, the team that's tanking for draft picks. Like, I'm actually, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask you another question after, you know, after I hear your thoughts on that. Um, the state of the league. Is, I think it's in good hands, man. It's still exciting to watch. I mean, you still got players that's, uh, that's killing it, but I, I'm going to go a different route with how I answer this question. I like where it's going because uh, I, I like that the players are realizing that they hold the chips in their hand. You get what I'm saying? Like, too many times we let the owners, like, run over them and I get they got the collective bargaining and all that good stuff but um, right. um I get all that but um like these 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 players like uh like you almost saw Anthony Davis just bully his way into going to LA <laughs> you know what I mean Kyrie <laughs> asked for a trade and, and and got traded you know Kawhi Leonard did the same thing we hold all the chips as athletes and you know I, I like that they're realizing that and uh, I think it's uh, good things to come from it, man. I mean, uh, it how, it how do you feel about um, the load management and players taking games off? You know, earlier you, early you said, you know, you had the opportunity to see LeBron and you didn't take it. What if you would have went to see LeBron and you got the ticket and you pay all this money and you find out he's on the sideline because of I, 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 I would have I been okay with it, man, because, um, I mean, I can still see him on TV, it ain't no big deal. Um, you know, just just the chance. Wouldn't, huh? wouldn't wouldn't that take from the experience though? Especially like as kids, like like you know, a lot of kids watch the game and they go in to see their favorite player. For for a know. kid, maybe, but not not for me. For a kid, maybe, but not for me. So, do you think that the NBA should consider stopping the low low management? And, you know, no, because back then, you know, growing up, like you know, Kobe, he played every game. 
if he if he's able to walk. You know, you see him on the sideline, fingers taped up, broken, and thumb is the other way, but he's still on the court. And, um, even though Michael Jordan, I, I feel he quit on the game a couple of times, you know, because, you know, going to the finals back to back to back is takes such a toll on you. Right. And, you know, you, you see it happen to Michael where he stepped away from the game twice. Right. You know, and I was, I, I feel, I feel it was due to the, the pressure of just going to the finals three years in a row and the, the wear and tear on your body. I just think you needed to step away. And then you come back, revise, and you did it for another three years and then you know. That's so, possible. That's possible. But I'm I'm not a believer that um like cause you know I just was excited about saying that I think the players hold all the chips. I, I, I really believe that. So if a player feel like they need to rest, I'm all for that. You know, I, I, I can care less on the the league itself taking a hit financially because you know a team owner that might be relying on Kobe to play to sell tickets might not agree with Kobe sitting out where he can play but he's not looking at longevity of this player and I think I think that's the wrong way to look at it and I don't think players should allow themselves to be treated like that because look what happened when Isaiah Thomas played in the playoff game after his sister died in a car accident a day after right and he played in that game played his heart out it was uncomfortable to watch. He's on the bench crying th- during timeouts. And he's doing all this for, for the green and the green and, 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 and white, whatever Boston Celtics uh, colors are. And then that summer they traded for Kyrie. You get what I'm saying? So I, yeah, I'm, I I'm, you know, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of team owners uh, in the NBA. I'm a big fan of players, you know, cause you know, I wanted to be a player myself, so you know that that that's that's why I side with. They hold the chips; they should do whatever they want to. Because if if all the players walk away and just start their own league, what is the NBA going to do? You know what? I agree. You know, I agree with you. I can't from that point thinking about it that way. I definitely agree with you. And um, and I'm gonna end this this here with one more question for you. How do you feel about the best sixteen teams? Uh, get rid of the conference and, and, and go into the playoffs, right? Do you, do you like that? Do you feel the NBA should go towards? Shoot. Uh, that's... I don't know, man. That's that's a tough one. Um, I'm, you know what? Whatever, whatever their analytic guys are doing and looking at the numbers and they might, you know, wh- whatever they think is going to be more exciting for playoffs or what's going to make the most money, it's probably the best answer. So if if doing the best sixteen teams, they feel like it's gonna be a better playoff, then maybe right. go for it. I mean, I'm I'm used to what I'm looking at now, and you know, if you're in the West and you don't make the top eight, right? I mean, you just it, don't make the top eight. I think I I think it's called for like a, a more competitive um, game because right now you have you have Detroit and basically Brooklyn. Miami Heat is in the, in the East, the six, right. seven, and eight. With a, you know, like Miami's in the eighth spot with a 37, 38 record. Right. And you have in the West, you have Sacramento with the same record, but basically one or two losses eliminated from the playoffs. They, right. right now they're 37, they're six and a half game behind the eight eight spot team so I think it would call for like um, 
a, a more competitive playoff game, games because you you really you truly have the best teams going into the playoff. Or also came up with a with, a, with you know automatically putting the best twelve teams in the playoff and have six, seven, eight in the East, six, seven, eight in the West. No, no, no I'm sorry. I took that back. You have. Seven, eight, and nine, and ten, and seven, eight, and nine, and ten in the West. You know, do like a pre-tournament, and, and the best team and get to the playoffs. Like, like, like have a like a March Madness like tournament with those teams, and you know, one game, and and those guys move in the playoffs. Would, would that would that mean more games? Uh, I mean, because you got the eighty-two games for the well, regular season, and then the playoffs. They would have to, with that, they'll they'll have to drop the games to like probably like seventy to take ten games away. Like, mm. And I'm um, all, I'm all I'm all for like competitive basketball. Like you know, sometimes I just hate watching a game and I see these teams just tanking and trying to get traffic. <laughs> so 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 the the playoff restructure would be all for putting a better product in the playoffs on on TV, just a more competitive game. Right. Just more, and, just and, and the only ones that would be different is the first rounds. I mean, because once you get the second, third round and semifinals and all this, it's already competitive, right? Right. But, for, but first round when it's one versus eight, you're saying it's not too competitive at all. Right. I mean, I get it. I mean, but don't forget the, the Kimbe Mutombo in Denver took down Sean Kemp and the Super Sonics, yeah, that, and that was a one-eight. That was yeah, well, that, very that, that happens. That happened to uh, the Spurs a couple years ago. Yeah. Well, not a couple, but you know, I th- I it happens. Was... But I don't think it happens enough. So, so right now, if you do the best sixty-eight right now, you will have Denver playing Milwaukee, right? Not Denver. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, you will have. Detroit, Detroit, playing Milwaukee. Milwaukee. I like it. I like it. You got Blake. You got Andre. John. I like it. I, right. I can dig it, man. I mean, because think about it, man. We would have if, if if we was doing it this way, we would have never got a chance to witness what the uh, Jailbirds and Golden State did with Baron Davis, Stephen Jackson, uh, Michael Petrie, uh, Matt Barnes. Al Harrington. Oh my God. What those dudes did, that run they had, that was amazing. <laughs> that was amazing. You know what I mean? So I mean I like it, man. I mean, and, and that's and that's what's good about March Madness with the Cinderella teams, man. Every now and then, you know, they win. Right. And, you know, that that's exciting. That's exciting. But you know, the downfall to it is sometimes it don't happen. And you get, right. you know, Kimball Walker out there playing by himself against the number one seed. <laughs> <laughs> That, that you know, it was definitely having you on. You know, I really appreciate you doing this with me. Um, definitely oh, a great sure. basketball mind, great sports mind, man. Um, you know, just just thank you for coming on. And then you know, you can tell people again what's your, what's your pages, and you know, go follow him, go listen to his podcast, the Wake Up. And um, I appreciate it, man. You listening to over conversation thank you for tuning in one more time like subscribe comment um thank you mel 
once again, subscribe to his podcast, The Wake Up Now. And um, I appreciate it, man. For sure, man. I appreciate you having me on, man. Hey, take care, bro. I'm going to make sure I subscribe and I'll be tuning in, man. So um, uh, anytime you want me to come back on, man, uh, just just let me know. Yeah, we definitely going to do this again. Um, this was just fun. So, you know, whenever you get a chance, just, you know, shoot me a text and, you know, just like we did today, we set it up. Okay. No doubt, man. All right. All right, All right bro. Yep. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.